Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arrows Up podcast. This is German coming to you on this Thursday edition of the pod. We have Champions League to talk about. We have NBA to talk about. And we have fighting stuff, but that's going to be on the Sunday pod. But uh, just a little preview on the on the Sunday pod, we're going to do some a lot of fighting and a lot of the Canelo stuff is kind of getting ironed out. He rejected the PBC thing, the PBC contract, and will be joining Matchroom and my guy Eddie Hearn for a two fight deal and possibly longer as uh, reports of of uh, him doing the zone pay-per-view is happening. So all that Sunday with Tito, with Adrian, and I think Harry might make an, uh, an appearance as he said he has a he has a bone to pick with me. So we'll see what all that is about. Let's start with some Champions League slash uh, let's dunk on, on Barcelona. Let's start with Barcelona. Barcelona, who didn't make the Champions League, who got eliminated in the group stage. So they were dropped to the Europa League. And they today they they had a game versus Napoli as this is the to get into the next round. And they tied 1-1. They were at home. They couldn't get the victory. Uh Ferran Torres, uh, the the images of him missing him him being completely destroyed are all out there. I'm enjoying it. I love it. I hope they get eliminated. And obviously this is me as a Madridista speaking. So yeah, it was a good day. If you're a Madridista, it was a good day for you because you, there was the, that news of, of Barcelona falling and, and, and really, you know, it's a big loss because even though it's a tie, drop the opportunity to go up into Napoli leading is 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 a, is is huge because now you have to head in there into Napoli and and win in a place that's a is not easy and b Xavi said that you know his first hundred days feel like a hundred years at Barca so in the second point it, it just makes it really difficult for you as a Barcelona team to go into a hostile place when a, your coach feels like he's been there a long time and B your team is not, is not in good form at the moment. So hopefully Napoli is able to win and uh, we're able to continue to make fun of Barcelona for, for more time. And uh, in other Europa league stuff, uh, other results, we had Dortmund lose to Rangers for two, and Porto beat Lazio, Sevilla, the kings of this competition, 1-3-1. And um, that's pretty much it. Atalanta beat Olympi- Olympicos 2-1. Uh, Real Betis, they've had a, a, a pretty solid year in the, in the Spanish league. Uh, there, they won 3-2 in their matchup. Let's go to the Champions League. The big game, PSG Real Madrid on Wednesday, I think lived up to the to the billing, at least from the standpoint of Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe in that game was spectacular. He was, I, I think he's still, he's still running behind 
Carvajal at this moment. Carvajal had a nightmare of a game trying to keep up with him. And, and Mbappe is one of those, these transcendent stars that it doesn't, he's going to make guys look silly. It's just what's going to happen. You've had Pique, who's a good defender. Cristiano has made him look silly over and over again. Newer, who's a great goalkeeper, has been made silly by Cristiano and by Messi. So it happens. Great offensive players make everybody else look you know, silly. And and that's what happened with Mbappe and Carvajal. Mbappe was the difference maker. He's the one that created the, the, the penalty that Messi missed. His, his penalty got blocked by Courtois. And at the end, Mbappe was just the difference maker. Madrid went into that game looking to tie. I think they went in there looking to, to leave France 0-0 and go into El Bernabeu. Uh, ready to go all in and it showed and you cannot give a team like PSG that opportunity because they're gonna get you eventually and eventually Real Madrid got got and so Mbappe did his thing he had a masterful goal he was the best player not just in that game but in the entire two days of 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 games he was so spectacular uh, I can't speak enough of Mbappe and if you didn't see it um if you can find a replay of it, you should, because the highlights are not going to do it justice. On the other side, Messi again was MIA, which was interesting. And, you know, you, you kind of expected him with a better squad against Real Madrid. And, and although he's had his problems against Real Madrid ever since Ronaldo left, I just, it was weird to see him not be just so involved. You know, it, it was so interesting. It was so weird to see that because. Although we've seen Messi disappear in championship league games, it's one of those, he's so great. He's so good that you expect a different result every time. And uh, that's not what we got. Messi was non-existent. He misses the penalty. And and it was was, was awesome. (laughs) So heading into the second league, one of the things to look at is Ramajid's definitely going to have to come out swinging. They're definitely going to have to come out and be better. They're going to have to definitely come out and be more offensive. And I think that's going to open up a game. I think that's going to open up a game where both teams are going to be attacking. I think Real Madrid didn't attack PSG enough. I don't think they took advantage of the midfield advantage that they have. Now in the second game, Mendy's not going to be there because of a yellow card and Casemiro's not going to be there because of a yellow card. And I kind of like that for Real Madrid, not the Mendy part, because that means... Uh, either Vasquez or Marcelo are going to play there, and and that's a huge disadvantage. But I like Valverde being there because Valverde can can play the defense, but he's also very offensive minded, and I like that because I think Ramajit's going to need an offensive attack to win. They're going to have to be way more offensive, and uh, so that's going to be super exciting. In the other game, Man City did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They were going to roll Sporting. It was four zero at halftime. It ended up being five zero. I think Bernardo, Bernardo Silva just scored another goal right now. It was just a, a ridiculous showing by Man City, just flexing their muscle. Salzburg and Bayern, it was close. I was totally wrong. Bayern, I don't know what's up with them. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're right now in a slump. And and all that said, Salzburg played a good game. They had their opportunities. All that said, and Coleman got them with a wonderful goal towards the end to tie it and they're going to into Germany, you know, one, one and all things pointing towards Bayern to win that. 
inked at Liverpool, which I think was probably the best game out of the two. Inter played really well. And what's plagued Inter and Milan as well when they played Liverpool is they get there, they make opportunities, they, they push the game, but it's Liverpool that's converting. And then that's the name of the game. If you don't convert, you're going to lose every single time. And Liverpool, they didn't look all that great. They didn't play all that great, but they converted. And that was a difference. And so um, heading into next week, we, we have Chelsea going up against uh, Los Leo, the French team. We're going to have Man, Man U playing against Atletico. We have Villarreal versus Juventus and Benfica versus Ajax. And so four good matchups. Obviously, the best one out of those would be Atletico versus Man U on Wednesday. And uh, and we'll have a full breakdown of that. We'll have a, a preview of those games on Sunday as well, on the Sunday pod. Let's do some NBA. The NBA has reached its quote-unquote halfway point of the season where the All-Star game is is this weekend and uh, right now the last game being played before the all-star break the clippers are beating the brakes out of the rockets which is not a uh, totally uh surprising up until this point some of the things to look at obviously the big trade that happened with the sixers and the nets i think is is the big conversation point heading into the second half of the season because we want to see. We want to see how this team's going to look. The impact of James Harden on on this team with Joel Embiid, who, in my opinion, has been the MVP up until this point. What's going to be the impact there? Uh, how much better can can they get? And can the Heat continue to to their great play? Are the Bulls going to continue in their surprising season? DeRozan has been spectacular this season, man. Uh, he's been such a... When he first signed with the Bulls for that money, I was like, man, that's a lot of money for that guy. And he has been worth every single penny. The Cavaliers, who have been the surprise of the season, uh, they're the fourth seed right now in the East. And and I just... I love that. They're probably my favorite team to watch on a day-to-day basis because they're so much fun. Evan Mobley is... is He's special. He's so good. Garland has taken a jump. And so that whole team, Jared Allen, who's in, you know deserving of a of an All Star appearance, that whole team is so good, and, and I just like watching them. Milwaukee, who's been up and down, hasn't they haven't been completely healthy yet? But it's a team that you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because they they won the title last year. Giannis is, you know, I think one B to to Durant's one A in terms of who's the best basketball players in the world. And then you got the Nets who's struggling, but they got Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons looks eager to play, and KD, you figure, is going to come back soon. And and you know, the, I think the whole vaccine stuff is going to get fixed, and Kyrie is going to be a full time player. So I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited to see these guys go head to head and play on at a, at a level where you're going to see both of these teams collide. And, you know, with the Nets and the Sixers and, and the East is going to be just just one hell of a of a just matchups throughout in the playoffs. There's going to be no easy team. And, you know, the Hornets and Hawks are 
and and the Wizards are all playing for the playing game. So we're going to just see wild stuff heading into the second half. And on the Tuesday pod, we'll do a, a like a complete like NBA, what to expect, what we're going to see, uh, what I think we're going to see in the second half. In the West, we got the Suns who've been the best team in basketball. They're, they definitely have the vibes of the San Antonio team who came who lost in the finals versus Miami the next year were just on a mission and they just looked the part. I you know wouldn't be surprised if it's Phoenix who wins the title. I think it's going to be Phoenix Milwaukee again. Um, but I may be swayed to big Philly to represent the East after. I just want to see. Look, I just want to see five, ten games of Harden in that offense to see how that how that's going to work out. Golden State definitely has been spectacular. Clay is rounding into shape. Wiseman has yet to come back, but you would think that he's going to play eventually and he's going to be a factor. Memphis has been, you know, the West version of of Cleveland, but they've been better. John Moran has been so amazing, and and it's just been he's he's so much fun to watch. Utah, I can't stand Utah. I don't believe in Utah. I know they win a lot of games. I know that the data says that they're really good. I don't trust them. I don't believe in them. They're the fourth seed. Good job for them. I just don't think they're going to do much in the in the playoffs. The Mavs. The Mavs finally got rid of Chris Tapps Porzingis. I think more so to get rid of him. What they got back was, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan, like I had said in the pod with Harry, with the Dinwiddie t- trade and, and Bertans. But maybe you know both of those guys can can play better under in in that offense with Luca, with Jay Kidd, and so I'm excited to see them. Obviously, I love Luca. I want to see Luca succeed, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. The Nuggets with Jokic. I think if the Nuggets were like the third seed, Jokic would probably be on his way for a second MVP. He's so amazing. I want to see that guy live because he's so amazing. Just everything he does, the way he plays, it's so it's so ridiculous. If you ever watched him just on TV, if you're to see him, you're like, how is this guy? The way he looks, how is this guy the, just the, the best player on the court right now? And let me do some Lakers stuff. The Lakers are have been super frustrating. They, they beat Utah in a huge win yesterday. AD went down again. He's going to be out at least for weeks. With him, it's usually six. So we'll see how that turns out. I think the Lakers are are not going to win the title this year. I don't think they are in contention too much unless something clicks and AD comes back sooner or when he comes back, he's a different AD. But the AD we've seen this year is not it. This guy is not the guy that we saw two years ago to who that helped the Lakers win the title. So that's what I think about the NBA. So that's where we're at. That's the pod. Very short one. Just want to get in here and and do the recap of the Champions League. Do something to spring us forward into the NBA second half. And and uh, here we go. NBA season is about to continue. It's about to heat up. And uh, we'll be here for it. So for German, Arizona Podcast. Until next time. See you later.